Confederate monuments are coming down around the nation. Here in Kentucky, we've seen two statues of men with ties to the Confederacy removed. But is this removal of marble, bronze, and stone symbolic of something bigger? WFPL arts reporter Stephanie Wolf takes a look at that question. Fresh from casting her vote on primary day, Shauna Casey Sondergeld of Louisville is in a good mood. She just participated in democracy, and she feels like that participation is more important than ever. Things are changing, and we have to keep that momentum going. Sondergeld, who is Black, says part of what keeps her optimistic that there's momentum is the change that she can visibly see already in her city. We don't have to walk down the street and see some of the terrible statues anymore. She's referring to the statue of John Breckenridge Castleman, who served in the Confederate and Union armies. It was removed from Louisville's Cherokee Triangle earlier this month. Conversations about statues like the Castleman one and the Jefferson Davis statue that was recently removed from the state capitol are not new. But lately, there seems to be less talking and more doing when it comes to objects that are symbols of oppression and hatred to lots of people. This is from a protest in D.C., where a group of demonstrators tried to remove an Andrew Jackson monument. Protesters in other U.S. cities have recently graffitied, burned, or brought down statues of figures like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. This is the general and first president who built our nation and the author of the Declaration of Independence. Kentucky senior U.S. Senator, Republican Mitch McConnell, responded to these incidents on the Senate floor last week. Genius statesman who helped begin this grand experiment that has brought freedom to hundreds of millions and saved the world a few times for good measure. And yet a crazy fringe is treating their monuments like vanity statues of tin-horned tyrants. Our founding fathers are being roped to the ground like they were Saddam Hussein. He asked for society to have, quote, nuanced conversations about our complex past. The president also came out in defense of these monuments, signing an executive order that underscores a 2003 law that could mean prison time for anyone that defaces monuments on federal grounds. WFPL reached out to McConnell's office for an interview. A spokesperson told us she couldn't promise one. And if he comments further on this speech, she'd let us know. There are, however, big topics to unpack from his speech. For one, the monuments themselves, of men that McConnell called imperfect heroes, who built an imperfect nation that is still the most perfect union the world has ever seen. George Washington was the first president of the New Republic, but he also owned slaves. That's Dewey Clayton, a professor of political science at the University of Louisville. He says he understands why protesters want statues of founding fathers moved out of the public realm. Being the first president, he really set the tone for this nation being founded and actually supporting and condoning slavery. I found it interesting to note that McConnell said in his remarks how, you know, Washington built the country. Well, you know, one could argue that slaves built this country as well. Clayton authored a 2015 op-ed calling for the removal of a monument to Confederate soldiers at the U of L. He felt it was historically inaccurate. Kentucky never joined the Confederacy. And its presence was offensive to many on campus. He hopes grappling with these physical relics of the past are indicative of much broader cultural shifts. And so now we're at a reckoning point and young people are starting to say, we no longer want to debate these issues. Democratic State Representative Attica Scott says Black Americans have tried to get the country to address racism and its violent past for years. Having been at local protest, Scott thinks the statues brought down by demonstrators are a reflection of the exhaustion from decades of demands falling on deaf ears. The young people who are taking 
that baton now are saying there are some things that we're just going to do ourselves. You're going to have to come along with us, government, politics, business, etc. She says many are tired of living in a country where they feel dehumanized by these public monuments to the Confederacy or to these imperfect heroes. These are imperfect heroes to maintaining whiteness and the system of whiteness and inhumanity toward Native Indians and Black people and Latinx folks. She debunks the notion that these pieces serve any kind of educational purpose, a frequent argument in favor of keeping them in public spaces. I have not seen where these have been real tools for education and definitely not an education around how do we dismantle racism? How do we make sure that we build a better society? Democratic State Senator Gerald Neal describes this time as a, quote, moral moment. Neal says moving statues has got to be more than just a symbolic gesture. And he wants to see human life held above property. What gets me is that people like Senator McConnell have the power, and I must say that again, have the power to eliminate racial disparities in our country. Because at the end of the day, it's not really about the symbols. It's really about how people's lives are affected. Louisville resident Shauna Casey Sondergeld shares that sentiment, and that motivates her to vote every election. Yet she's also grateful that removing monuments means she doesn't have to keep explaining to her two kids why people like Confederate generals and soldiers get propped up on literal pedestals in public spaces. They don't have to go away. They can go to a museum. She says if anyone wants to learn about these people, they can also read about them in a book. I'm Stephanie Wolf in Louisville.